All right. Hey, thank you for joining us once again on another conversation piece. Uh, once again, this is Scott. And this is Brad. And this is not about us. Hey, all right. Thank you again. Uh, we're going to jump into this conversation pretty quickly. So you know what? Without any further ado, Brad, let's let's just jump into prayer and invite Yahweh God to be uh, the 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 starter, the all of this conversation. Absolutely, Yahweh God, you you are what this is all about. Yeshua, Spirit, and you. This is what this is all about. Is you. But we can't do it without you. So will you come in and we lead this conversation and and let let what you need the world to know, or at least what our listeners need to know. Will you let it be on our hearts so that we can speak it? But let us fade to the background. Don't let let us be just the tool that gets your voice out there. Lord God, we love you, we cherish you, we honor you and we give you the respect and glory that we can, knowing that you are more powerful and more capable and able to give us so much more than we can possibly give you. But we're still going to try. We love you. Amen. Amen. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, I want to start this right off uh, with a couple things here. Well, at least I'll start off with one, and then we'll see where it goes. Uh, but that's just to say that uh, I, uh, it's, I won't say it's become aware to me, like I've never thought about it before, but I just want to say that for these conversation pieces, I think about stuff all week long before we do this, like, oh, I could bring that up, I could bring this up. I never write them down. Me either. I do that intentionally because for, for, uh, when I'm doing Genesis, I write everything down. I record every note, every thought, and I, then I put them in the place the way I want them. I discard, uh, useless thoughts. I, I, I organize my good ones. But for this, I don't because I want, I want this to flow. I want this to, I want, I try my best to give the Holy Spirit her place and to just let, let it go as Yahweh wills. And if I finish this and we wrap and I go, oh, I forgot to mention, I just go, well, then that's not what God wanted to be said. Maybe it was for me to think about, but it wasn't what God wanted said here. And I'm glad you said that, Brad, in your prayer that this is for everyone else too. This is not just you and me getting stuff off our chest. Uh, this is not just therapy, uh, which sometimes it feels that way and I like it. Uh, but... This is this there God has more people that he cares about than just you and me. Amen. Amen. And so uh, I just want to throw that out there that you know these these have a free flowing format for a reason. We're trying to let the Holy Spirit uh run this thing. What amazed me was after like the 10th time I wasn't prepared for one of these conversations and was feeling guilty, it kind of just dawned on me. They work. And I think they actually work really well <laughs> when they just flow. And so, you know, you're absolutely right. Um, and just in case people are keeping track and interested, um, I am caught up on all of the podcasts. They're all everything that, well, not one Genesis. <laughs> we, well, ju we just filmed one Genesis. And speaking of which, we should probably name the date. What's today? That's what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, today is uh, January 29th of 2021. So if you're keeping track... Um, so I'm feeling pretty good right now because I've got everything edited and uploaded, and uh, and my goal for myself is to try to stay more um, up to date on that. So these conversations are current. Um, I always hope the conversations, you know, ten years down the road, someone can listen to them. Twenty years down the road if the Lord tarries, um, will uh, be able to listen to these and go, oh, wow, that that's where I'm at right now in my life. So I want them to be timeless. But at the same time, we're also talking about things that are literally happening 
right at this point. So yeah. I do want to be current on those. So one thing I want to mention as we go on here, the, something was brought up to me, uh, kind of a couple topics combined. Uh, my son mentioned to me the other day, I was complaining uh, about just general individuals, not not anyone specifically, but just the general attitude I've noticed in a lot of people, how God tries to give us a word. God tries to give us a warning. God tries to give us a blessing. God tries to give us something, and the people who just automatically blow it off, uh, and, and I've seen it all my life, it's just anything that comes from God, there are certain people who just automatically am not going to hear it for a wide variety of reasons. But the ones that truly frustrate me are the ones, or when it happens from someone who claims to be listening to God, who claims to be God's, and says they're listening for the voice of God, they're, they're trying to pay attention to God, and then they actively blow him off, and they refuse to listen to to anything he's trying to say and my son pointed this out to me the other day that i have the appearance of oftentimes of just accepting anything anybody has to say and that made me think that sometimes maybe my perception of other people is not accurate made me kind of step back and say hey look i'm not god i don't know everything because when my son said that i knew he was wrong i understood that the perception is that way but i also understood the reason why it's that way is because i'm studying i'm seeking i'm chasing and i am rejecting so many things but these are not the things i'm talking about the things I'm rejecting are not the things that I'm bringing up. I am putting this to the test, and it's coming up faulty, and so I cast it aside. And I, I over the, my years of study and analysis and prayer and seeking, I have built uh, one brick at a time. I have built up my understanding of who God is to a certain degree, not saying it's perfect, not saying it's complete, but I do have a lot of pieces on there that I've already come to, you know, again, through research, through study, through prayer, through revelation, I found this to be true and thrown that piece out. And I found this to be true and thrown another piece out. So now I've got a puzzle piece in, in a certain area that's missing one piece. I've got the whole puzzle, but I'm missing one piece, and I can't, I'm looking for that piece. And something comes along and reveals to me that piece. And it fits, and it fits perfectly, and I put it to the test, and it's right, and it's wonderful, and I rejoice, and in my rejoicing, I want to share, and I tell people, and I go, you've got to see this thing. Only the problem is I'm telling them about that piece and they don't see the rest of the puzzle because they haven't spent the last 15 years researching this. They haven't spent the last 20 years praying about it. They haven't spent the last 30 years wondering what you know is up with this. And so I say, hey, such and such over here said this. It perfectly brought this into alignment. And a lot of people I know kind of go, oh, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, just just be quiet, Scott. We don't want to hear about that. You know, we're, we're sick and tired of you bringing things like this up because they don't see the joy that I have connecting that that final missing mystery, uh, the, the, the piece that solves the puzzle. And, uh, and so when my son said that, he said, you know, a lot of people think you just... Anything anybody says, you just go along with. I'm like, I knew that was not true at all, but that made me reverse it and go, you know what? I'm not God either. My perception of what they're seeking and my perception of where they are, um, that's, that's not always true either, and I can't stand on that. 
I totally get that. It's so easy for us to uh, judge. It is so easy for us to judge other people and where we think they are and what they know and what they don't know. Uh, it's really hard to to self-reflect like that. So first of all, good job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, I, I, I get that too. I come at it from a different place where I... Um, well, first of all, I, I've experienced that. Um, when I discover something that I think is fascinating and awesome and I go to share with it, there's a depression that comes when no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, Not just when no one cares. There's a difference between someone going, okay, okay, yeah, whatever. That's for you. I don't really care. And there's a difference when someone looks at you and goes, okay, yeah, nut job, loser, wacko. Right. Or, or flat out goes, no, you're wrong. You're an idiot. Cut it out. My, um, what I end up doing though is, um, and, and probably once we've talked about that enough, you're more, I'm probably the more emotional creature. So I like to celebrate. You are not. <laughs> Sorry, uh, just kidding. <laughs> I've heard his feelings. <laughs> Didn't know it was possible. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, I like to celebrate when people even, and maybe this is where, maybe I need to work on this, but even if I know somebody is wrong, they got the wrong idea, their truth is a little, it's a little sketchy, but they're excited about it. I don't want to, I don't want to take that Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be that person that goes, no, or I don't care, or I, I, I celebrate it with them. And so I guess I probably should do a little self-reflection and make sure I'm not doing that to someone's um, harm. Because sometimes... Yeah, supporting something you shouldn't yeah, accidentally. I don't think so. Yeah, I get it. Because here's the thing. You can be, you can be, a, you can be a person who uh, has never even read the Bible. We, we talked about this earlier, about how we know some people who have definitely not been doing the studying that we have done, that they don't... They have a basic understanding of scripture. They may or may not have read it, but they're going to have a higher place in heaven than us just because of their character, the things that they've done, the 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 work that they have done, being yeah. servants, being, you know, and... They truly have a heart that's chasing. They may not have an understanding, a depth of understanding, but they're putting what they have to use when sometimes I look at my own life and I say... I had knowledge and I failed to use it. What what is wrong with me? Right, and so that's where that's where I come in. Just because they they might be a baby Christian and they just discovered something that you know, duh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to steal that excitement from them. And oftentimes, I I also get caught up on the duh, duh moments because I'm I am emotional creature sometimes. You know, a song will remind me, Jesus loves you. <laughs> oh my God, he really does. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just, it just, it, sometimes those simple messages are awesome too. But anyway, I guess what I was saying there is uh, we have to be real careful. I think, I think the, the best way to, to, to sum it up is Jesus himself said, before you worry about the speck in their eye, worry about the plank in yours, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, we don't know. We just we just don't. We're not God. We just don't know what everyone's been going through, where they are in their journey with God, and 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 it's not our place to know. That's between them and God. But uh, but yeah, you got me thinking now. I hope I've not been celebrating something that might have hurt somebody. I don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head where they where I was. But but uh, I I can contest that on the other side of that, it does suck when you try to bring something to somebody and and uh, they don't even look up from their phone or care or mm-hmm. you know or like you said just flat out reject you um oh yeah and because it, it does it makes our job well especially me being that an emotional creature it makes my job really hard when i get hurt to then want to go out <laughs> and and bring them in you know but uh, uh I don't know where else I'm going with that. Just I I, I understand and yeah, and you know, I have to know where we're going. This is the conversation piece. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Exactly. Just talk about stuff. And as a we we're talking about how we're both lousy at segues, so I'll just say. <laughs> and as a segue, 
I'm going to talk about something completely different that has nothing to do with that. Um, now, I I've came across something the other day. Uh, my mom actually sent it to me, and it really resonated with me. And this is this is what got me thinking about this too. Is um, I I encourage you to read it or to to watch it. It's it's online. Uh, if you want to go to uh, want to look it up, look up Faithful Walk Healing Ministries. Uh, it's prophecy update for 2021. I'm going to talk a little bit about it here, but I would really rather you go there and see it for yourself. Uh, I, it's there's no production value in it, as in it's not doesn't have computer graphics and an orchestral score, and it, you know it's just a simple lady talking on a microphone to the camera just talking to you and it and it's uh, 54 minutes long i encourage you to listen to the whole thing and and hear her speak uh because you just you just got to hear i i feel the spirit of the lord coming through her um i don't know her name i haven't researched any more than just watching this one uh i i'm um I want to watch more because I just appreciate what she said. But again, it's Faithful Walk Healing Ministries. Look up Prophecy Update 2021. A year of conflict and war. And I just want to share it because it spoke to me It and it confirmed many things that have been going on in my life. In fact, many things... I feel Brad has been saying to me that were also confirmations. I, I just, to me, in my spirit, it was just a connection. It was just something that God was saying, you better be paying attention to this. For all of those who are saying, wow, 2020 was a horrible year. Thank goodness we're done. Now, hopefully things will get better. I don't believe things are getting better. I don't believe things are going to get better. I believe that COVID is manufactured in a lab for a purpose. And I believe it's been released upon us intentionally. I don't believe it was an accident. I believe there was a purpose behind it. I believe a greater strain is coming and is already here in the most for the most part. And I don't I believe it's more than just another strain of COVID. I believe more is on the horizon. I believe there is an agenda by a globalist, elitist force that is attempting to depopulate. And I believe this first wave of COVID, whether it was just a trial run or whether it was a failure, didn't kill enough people for them. I believe that this last election in the United States of America was stolen, that... Uh, the people who are saying, why are all the Trump supporters so angry? They're, so their their opponent lost. When Trump won, you didn't hear the other people, you know, railing. And Well, actually, you did, but they won't accept it. Uh, but why, you know, I hear people all the time saying, why can't they just accept this election didn't go their way? It's because they know the truth. The election did go their way. Uh, Biden... And his lackeys are, and I don't, I, quite frankly, I believe Biden himself is a lackey of the true people in power. And I think this went the way they wanted because they made it go the way they wanted. All of this and more reveals a plan of the enemy. And they are bringing their plan, they're, they're marching forward with their plan and Feel free to jump in, Brad. I'm just kind of going on here. But this Faithful Walk Healing Ministries, she said she's talking to the Lord, and she says, "What what is your word for this coming year? And he says, it's war. There is full-on spiritual warfare going on, and it is going to leak into the natural uh, like crazy this year all over the world. Uh, I can't say exactly how it's going to manifest, but I believe we're going to see it. I believe this year is going to continue to get worse. I've already seen many things. Brad and I have both seen many things that 
the United States government is enacting, starting to enact, preparing to enact. There are many ways in which America is becoming an enemy of Israel, that we're going to bring condemnation down on our heads that way. There are many ways when we're joining in to where we're the, the government of the United States of America is actively siding with Lucifer and all of his forces of darkness. And I know that there are, there are Democratic senators and, and, and House of Representatives and uh, uh, members, the House of Representatives, who are coming out and talking about how there are laws being enacted now that are in process that are coming out that are designed specifically to silence their enemies. They're designed specifically to call anyone who disagrees with them a terrorist and to shut them down and imprison them and and remove any rights that they have. There is, these kind of acts are, if they go through, are going to initiate a violent response. 73 million people voted for Trump some senators have been saying that they need to be reprogrammed or they need to be reconditioned mm-hmm. because they had an opinion different than you, sir. Yeah. I, I, Everyone who supported Trump is now being called a cult member. Just on the news today, I I, I personally have turned off my news because um, I've already said it in one podcast today. I'll say it again. Distractions, people. <laughs> we gotta, we yeah. gotta quiet our environment. We gotta get rid of the fake news. We gotta, we gotta get rid of the distractions. All of those things that are trying to, trying to take us off our right path, our walk with God. But, uh, but just on the news today, a senator um, made a comment that uh, a democratic, uh, a democrat. Uh, Senator made a comment that the, this is what the Republican Party is now, and she said uh, they're they're um, white power, uh, racist, uh, blah blah. She just listed a whole bunch of things, and they don't cut her off. They just let her just say that da, 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 all the way down the list. That is not what the Republican Party is. No, you know we're we're at a point where um, this country cannot cannot get over the divide that's happened between these two parties and that and and that breaks my heart because that's just going to lead to to violence now and i and i don't want to make it sound like we're out here saying we are proud republicans and we're no no mankind is evil and we need jesus yes there are horrible people on both sides of the line there are people who love jesus on both sides of the line i believe this whole process that's been going on in the United States of America is not Democrats versus Republicans. I honestly don't. Uh, I think it's, again, it's spiritual warfare. Uh, don't want to make it sound like we are both trying to say this is a this is a, uh, a governmental podcast. This is a political podcast. It's not. I am not for the Republican Party. And as Brad mentioned last time, uh, uh, we're not Trump supporters in the sense that we're not, we don't want people to be lifting up any one man as the Messiah. No, no. Jesus no. sits on the throne. Mm-mm. We know that. The thing, the thing when it, when it comes to politics, politics are, are, are what we have to deal with. And yeah. so I, my personal philosophy is to vote, vote my Bible and try to figure out what's going to be uh, if I'm going to be a part of this country and this and and this country is run by this government, who's going to do the best to be true to what the Bible says we should do? Yes. And sometimes that's a Republican, sometimes it's a Democrat, sometimes yeah. it's nobody, neither party, right. n- neither person uh, is going to do what I want them to do. And so, but ultimately, at the end of the day. My hope, my faith, and my trust are not in any of them. I'm just wanting to make the situation here now that much better because I love my God and I want to do things that are pleasing to him. Mm-hmm. But I know who is on the throne. So my exactly. hope, trust, and faith are in Jesus on the throne. Yeah, and um, that's what we're trying to say. We are Jesus supporters. We're not standing here saying, 
because the Democratic Party is an election, they're the evil ones. No, we're not saying that at all. But uh, what I what I think though is it what the what's going to go on going to go, what's going to happen here. You mentioned it. Sorry, my words are not working right now. Um, Israel already uh, very quickly, um, and if you don't if you don't know because you don't pay attention to to what to the rest of the world, Trump did things for Israel that were um, absolutely amazing. And the enemy does not like that. So now, almost immediately after taking office, the new administration has uh, redone everything that Trump did in regards to Israel, and they did it very quickly, and they're trying to do it quietly because can't really we we, got to be more concerned about the next wave of covid and all the other things we can't really worry about this so they're trying to do it quickly so no one pays attention but uh, and evil works best in the darkness absolutely the light of truth is not shining upon it but uh the truth is that uh israel's going to be in a pretty difficult place here as far as um, how to protect themselves because america the united states of america is trying to get back into this Absolute, absolutely ridiculous Iran nuclear deal that uh, we were under uh, during Barack Obama's administration, and Israel has pretty much said that they will have they will have to do what they need to do to help to defend themselves. And if their enemy gets nuclear power, Israel's going to do whatever they have to do to defend themselves. There's war right there, mm-hmm. but. Scripture, God himself says that those who bless Israel will be blessed and those who curse Israel will be cursed. Yeah. And we have to be very, very careful. I I honestly believe that uh, 9-11 happened because the hedge of protection that was around our country went down. Mm-hmm. We took God out of our schools. We took God out of our government. We took God out of our public places. We out of we, our very lives. Out of our very lives, we took God out of uh, what our, our studies, what we tell people about the world and where they came from. We took God out of everything. The hedge of protection went down, and we saw we saw we saw what happens when His hedge of protection was taken down, and instead of and, and, and we did for a few months, for a few months. Oh, God, oh, God, uh, you know, this was a horrible thing. And, you know, suddenly people were jam-packing their churches and, you know, for a few months. But ever since then, it's been like there's we, we, we've gone completely the other way. Anything, anything and everything is allowed in this country except, except saying that you... Um, are me basically uh you love god and you want to follow his rules and and if his rules contradict what society is now saying is okay i'm the bad guy i'm the enemy i'm the hater i'm the i'm the racist i'm the homophobe i'm the uh i'm all of these Mm -hmm. things and i'm not i'm just a man that loves my god and wants to do things that are pleasing for him and I want you to know what, what what being in a relationship with him is like so you can also experience the wonderfulness and the blessing and the gift that is Yeshua. Uh, the, but that, but you're, you're absolutely right, Scott. I mean, I've, I've seen it. Th- these kind of things, uh, the faithful walk, healing ministries, and all these kind of things, uh, all of the ones that I follow, all the prophecy people, all of this stuff just confirms things that we already know. But the thing is, it's here. Mm-hmm. You know, we we knew we know war is coming. Jesus himself yeah. said it'd be like the birth pangs. Yep. We know those get closer, and we know those get more intense. We know there's going to be wars, and we know there's going to be rumors of wars. So this is only reinforcing things that we only know. But but I think what they're doing is, like you said, something that I that has been important to me because it came from God. Is this is now telling you? You don't have that much longer. You don't have that much more time. Yeah. It's serious now. Distractions have to go away. It's time to put away the toys. 
It's time to put away the toys and it's time to go to war. And that's just it right there. This is not to say panic, run for the hills, uh, run screaming in terror. This is to say, hey guys, we are the greatest army this world has ever seen. Yahweh is the greatest ruler the universe has ever seen. We have power beyond comprehension. Why aren't we using it? Absolutely. We need to get off our butts, uh, metaphorically, spiritually, physically, and we need to hit our knees. We need to go to war. And I don't mean throw a grenade into some camp. I don't mean start shooting people that you don't like. I mean we need to go to real war. Not I, I am not calling for assassinations on a physical level. I am calling for assassinations on a spiritual level. I'm saying let's annihilate the enemy. Let us bring Jesus into the reality of our situation on, on the greatest level this world has ever seen. Where, where darkness abides, light will abide that much more abundantly. We need to be on the side of light. We need to be bringing it. We were talking about this in the, last, in the Genesis study that we just did. Uh, we don't need to, yeah, we don't need to use weapons. We don't need to, we don't need to assassinate. We don't need to do those things. What did Jesus do when he was here? He used his words. Mm-hmm. He, he spoke truth. He, he, uh, oh, people listen to the, uh, to Genesis 27. It was, it was awesome, but, uh, it, it painted a picture of what Jesus, um, what he was doing and what he, and, and how he was doing it, but it was all leading, uh, to his father, to the actual mighty one. He was trying to tell you. So that's what, that's what we do as, as soldiers. We just lead people to the mighty one. Yes. Our weapons are truth. They're yeah. the words that we say. Uh, our weapons are the spirit. Um, there's a song, um, a new song. Um, yeah, I guess it could be old, but it's new to me anyway. Um, it's The lyrics are pretty simple, but I'm gonna, uh, it's not really a shout-out per se, but I want to sp- read some of the lyrics here because it really, really just cleared some things up for me and uh and it said yeah yeah this is who we are but that's that's who i want to be the song is called who we are uh it's mdsn and i don't really know them um normally i have my own music i just listen to one day this was just on the radio i didn't really want to bring up my actual playlist i just was doing a short trip and i heard this um but the lyrics are simple but effective uh, we are royalty. God created us fearfully and wonderfully. We are breath from dust. His kingdom is our destiny. We are born to be more than conquerors. We're ambassadors of heaven for a broken earth. We are, we are carrying the cure to counteract the curse. It's his love in us. We make no apologies for dreaming wild and living free. Faith is in the air we breathe. This is who we are. No impossibilities. Miracles come naturally. Jesus is our everything. No anxiety has a place in us. We rest in all surpassing peace. We are called to lift the culture out of sin's debris. Won't live silently. We make no apologies. Um, I mean, that's the just of it. But just to, just to hit me, it's like, yes, yes, that is, that is who we are. No apologies. This is this is war now. This is and this is what we're to do. And I just appreciated that uh, fairly simple lyrics. But sometimes, as we've talked about before, the simplest messages uh, really wake us up a little bit and go, "Oh mm-hmm. yeah." <laughs> on on that note, um, I want to mention too. I really do want you to to go over there, Faithful Walk Healing Ministries Prophecy Update 2021, A Year of Conflict and War, and I want you to see for yourself, but immediately after that, this is what I want you to do. I want you to look up, uh, just Google it, the video from David Crowder 
for crushing snakes. Yes. Uh, I didn't know about this. Brad told me about it several months ago, and I watched it, and I checked it out, and it was amazing. But the other day, I, I want to say, uh, when I say the other day, I want I want to say about three weeks ago, I I watched it again, and it just hit me, and it just struck me, and the imagery in it just grabbed me to such a point that I was just I was crying through the whole thing. In in joy in 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 just you'll have to watch it to see it's it's a five minute video but it's really powerful the, they they animated uh, a story to the song and it starts with you know just death and destruction it starts with the war and the way I think about it is it's the war that we're about to go through as a planet spiritually. And it just shows Jesus and his armies coming down to say, that's it, we're done. Uh, Follow me, we're going to take what's ours. And just annihilating the gates of hell. And I want you to watch this Faithful Walk Healing Ministries piece they talk about war, and I want you to be serious. I want it to be somber, and I want it to, to fill your heart, the reality. But I want you to finish with the reality that we win, that he has already won, and that this all ends victoriously. Never, never, never lose sight of that. And something happened to me when I watched that the other day. Like I said, I started crying through the whole thing, and and I ended up just stopping and crying, and then and then like after a few minutes, I turned it back on and started playing it again because it was such a good cry. It was a cathartic cry. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't oh no, everything's death and destruction, horrible. It was it was this is is where I am. This is how much I'm suffering, and this is my redeemer rescuing me from that, and just that that it was that release of yes i have been saved i have been loved i have been rescued feeling that's where the crying was coming from and i don't know why uh but even right now ever since that i have felt like my eyes are swollen with tears for the last 3 weeks since i've watched that I can literally, right now, put my finger in the corner of my eyes and pull out moisture. Uh, And I felt it, I feel it all day long at work. I feel it constantly. Ever since that, and I just feel, it's it's my own personal impression. Uh, Nobody has to agree with me, that's okay. But I just feel like God has just been laying the seriousness of all of this on my heart just weeping for those who are going to go through the suffering the way he weeps but but also it's just it's just the severity and the seriousness but it's but it's also the rescue part of it it's the the somberness he's just laying this on my heart to say i want you it's to me what i'm feeling is like he's saying i want your heart to be broken the way my heart is broken I want you to see my lost people the way I see them, the way I hurt for them. I want you to care about them the way I care about them. I want you to see all this that's going on in the world, not with terror and fear, because our fear should only be in him, but with the seriousness of what's about to happen and how many people are going to suffer endless hell because of it. We should not be worried about, oh my gosh, uh, uh, death and destruction and pain is coming upon me uh, because that's temporary and fleeting. And as Paul said, it should not be compared at all to the glory of what is coming upon us for all of eternity. But we should be looking at what's coming as such a horrible thing for all of those who will go along with it and who will be blinded by the lie and who will become a part of eternal damnation willingly. That's what we need to be crying about. That's what we need to be suffering for. During my Revelation 6 study, 
I was doing the verse, and behold, he cometh with the clouds. And I was <laughs> I was sitting there doing that study, and oh, I just got so lost in that that painting in my head of how wonderful, how awesome that's going to be when the sky cracks open and he comes riding in and then I got lost in a daydream trying to decide would I fall to my knees would I you know what 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 would I do when I see this actually happening but somewhere in my thought process the the realization came to me that to many people because the way to that to that road is broad that gate is wide. Many people are going to look at that same event and they're going to be in terror and panic. And, and it just broke my heart. That thought that, uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not that person. I don't, I look at that and I get to soak that in and, and realize and understand how wonderful and amazing and beautiful that is. But so many people, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, judgment, judgment is coming. The prosperity message is trying is has been going on for a long time, and people, Christians who go to church every Sunday, uh, many of them will say, "No, no, no." You know, I I, I read about a thing recently about um, um, a movement of churches that. Uh, believe that things are only going to get better because it's the Christian's responsibility to end all the wars and famines and all those kind of things. So when Jesus comes, we can just hand the world to him. Yeah. I had never really heard much about that before. I'd heard about that before, I but I always kind of rolled my eyes and went, oh, you've got to be kidding. But it turns out that that's actually becoming a very popular uh, message within the Christian church and the Christian church has been in decline. So if the whole Christian church is in decline, but the people that are still there, that's what they're thinking. <sighs> you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I weep especially because they believe this, this, this lie and, uh, and they're going to be those people who <laughs> they're, they're deceived and they're going to, not to look at they're not gonna <laughs> see that image of the sky cracking and and i don't know once again i'm going off track but but that I, I, you're absolutely right scott it's, it's so hard it's so easy for us to get caught up in either either just uh la la land and not caring or if you are a christian and you do care it's so easy to get caught up in the me 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 aspect of i'm saved i'm i'm going to heaven everything's going to be fine and not really caring about our brothers. As we've talked about in the Genesis studies and Revelation, where is your brother? You know, mm-hmm. it's it, we really should be taking care of one another and helping each other and, and it's just not what's uh it's just not what we're doing. So that's what we got to do. <laughs> so yeah, I just uh, I guess to, to sum it all up, we just we're hoping people are taking it seriously and and just Guys, we're in a we're in a period where we got to start giving everything else up because that's what pretty soon you're going to have to whether you like it or <laughs> right. not. Something else I thought of earlier and Brad actually brought it up. I was coming into this week going, I don't really have a shout out. I uh, hadn't thought much about it and and I didn't want to like I said I've said before, I don't want to do a shout out just to do a shout out. Uh, just because it's it's one of those things we do every week, you know, and so I'll throw one out there. I wanted it to mean something. And he brought up someone from both of our pasts that that I had forgotten about for a while, uh, someone we both used to work with that really meant a lot to both of us and has been an inspiration for me. And And her name is Nicole Red, and she used to work with us at the clinic that we used to work for. Uh, we both used to work for in Des Moines. Um, I now work out in West Des Moines, and, and Brad works for another company. But this was someone who I really admired because she had the ability 
to be Jesus right away with everyone around her. And well, I have my my natural talents are in studying and analyzing and researching. She had a talent that I do not possess, and that is just connecting with people. And we would watch, I, I would watch as she would be checking in people to the clinic who were suffering, and she would just stop and minister to them. And she would, you know, a, a, a traumatic situation, she would turn into a situation of witnessing and caring and just loving and just stopping and saying, we're going to pray for this right now, and we're going to deal with this situation. And I remember thinking, that is so special. That is something I I just don't have the ability to do. It's not in my nature. It's not in my makeup. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult for me because I often... I often think about the emotions of the situation and what will I have to pay um, myself because I get emotionally involved and if it doesn't work out for me, it's going to be emotionally hard on me. It's going to be, you know, it's going to take a lot out of me. It's going to drain me because that's the type of person I am. But I remember, I remember I was... um, I had the privilege of working with her. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember what my schedules used to look like. I think it was Thursdays. Um, she would come in for the last half of the day and I would work one full day. So five o'clock would come in and she would come in and everyone else would uh, that I've been working with throughout the day would leave and I was still there and I would work with her and the atmosphere would just change mm-hmm. from the chaos of a busy day to now just peace and relax and you take care of me and I take care of you. We take care of our patients, just a a very unique person to work with. And having experienced that, it's not that the day changed. It's just the atmosphere. I mean, you'd still had people coming in, checking in, Yep. you know, constantly coming in, but she just brought that spirit with her. Mm -hmm. And there was one time in particular, I hadn't worked with her a whole lot quite yet. Uh, and this just made me go, oh, there's something special about this lady. And I just, I might, I might remember it. Um, and I, and I might exaggerate it a little bit, but I swear, I swear I literally saw her glowing one day cause she was a, a gentleman had come in and, and, uh, for whatever reason I was in the middle desk and it was technically my turn to take a patient because that's how we did it. Uh, we just kind of rotated to help each other out. And for whatever reason, this guy comes up to my counter, looks at me and goes, nope, and goes to her counter. And he sits down and and there was a moment where I was like, well, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, okay, I guess I'll get the next one. Um, not upset or anything, but still just like, well, what's that about? He sits down at her desk and I can overhear their conversation and this is a this man is at rock bottom. He's broken, he's he's in um physical pain. He's he's got a lot of sounds like it sounds like he had a lot of addiction problems and all sorts of things. His his um he lost a lot of people recently in his life. I mean, I, when when you see when you think of rock bottom, this guy had to be there. Um but particularly that day his biggest issue was pain. He was hunched over and just just looked miserable. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah, it was his legs because I remember what Nicole said. But uh, Nicole started talking to this guy. And I swear, I swear she, she literally started to glow as she was talking to this man about, because um, this guy made a comment that he'd, he wishes he was just dead because of this pain and all the stuff that's been going on in his life. And she just took control of that situation and said no. And she talked to him um, for probably a good 20 minutes. I ended up missing parts of what was going on because I was taking the next patient so she could just keep doing what she was doing. Um, but at one point, I, I look over there 
and she's now got this man praying. And I remember him saying, I, I don't, I don't know how to do this properly. Um, it seems like I never do it right. And, and she's like, I don't remember exact words, but it was something like, honey, let me show you, you know? And so she just prays with this man and, uh, she reaches over and she puts a hand on him. And I swear that's when I, when I say she was glowing, I swear that's when I see it happening. She's put a hand on him. It's going to be okay. She says, um, and then this guy says, do you think it's wrong to, to, to pray for, for, uh, the pain in my legs to go away? And this always stuck out to me. She goes, she says, no, honey, you can, you can pray that that pain goes away. But then I want you to tell God what you're going to do for him with those new legs. And that really stuck out to me. It's like, that's, that, that, that was awesome. And, and he, and he did. And, and then, you know, he has the nature of the clinic goes, he went and saw the doctor and he left and, and urgent care. We, as far as I know, he never came back to us again, but two things happened that day. One, that man probably got saved. Um, and two, I saw what, what, uh, I got to see God working. I got to see what that was really like. And it was a huge moment for me too. And she probably doesn't even know that. Cause I didn't like immediately go, wow, that was amazing. That was awesome. Cause I was still in awestruck mode, you know, but, but yeah, two, two things happened that day. And how much different would it have been if he'd sat down at my desk? Uh huh. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, um, you've mentioned before that, uh, you felt that, you know, you've been sitting beside me and you've, when you've seen some patients come in and, and you've, you've thought, you know, wow, that patient came out happy in the end when they were miserable at the beginning, or how did I deal with that person? We all have our strengths. We all have our connections. We all have places where God has brought us through our years that has given us compassion, empathy for certain people, for certain situations, for whatever. Uh, and we're all members of the body. And I, and I do, I, I am thinking of that. I'm not saying she's perfect and 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 all all of that and this is an odd one too because usually when i bring these up there's someone like toby mack or rick joiner that you can <laughs> they can say you know every one of you out there can go hey go listen to the music or hey go read the book you know you can but i i realize that everyone listening is going nicole who's this person yeah you know i'm never going to meet her I, I don't know who it is but uh i i just she's the unknown soldier to most of you but I guess in a way I'm lifting up every one of those unknown soldiers through her uh, example. But, you know, again, I say it every time. We're a little bitty nothing and, and you know, we're, we're just a tiny little speck on the, the map of, of what God is accomplishing here and, and, and not many people are listening. That's okay. But, Nicole, if you are listening, we want to thank you for... for for bringing Jesus into our lives in a greater way and the lives of the people around us and for being that, that the, the best minister that you could be at that time. Not calling you perfect. Uh, don't worry about that. I'm, I'm not going there. Uh, but I do say thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, it's okay. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and do a, a, a quick shout out too. Um, oh, sure. I do shout out. Now you got to do a shout out. <laughs> oh, fine. All right. <laughs> I, I, no, you, absolutely. You, you go for it. You, you started this thing, <laughs> but I'll finish it. No. <laughs> All right. oh, that's where we're going. Okay. No, no, right. no, no. <laughs> um, no. So, okay. I think I've actually mentioned this before, but um, I'm usually awake uh, yeah, I did mention this before because my last shout out about the ballads of Revelation. Same situation. My wife goes to bed much earlier than I do. And then I kind of am awake for a couple hours going, well, now what? You know, she she wants me there with her. Um, so, you know, I'm not really up and doing much. I'm just kind of, well, now what? And we talk about those distractions. Well, 
I don't want to just mindlessly be doing something. So I, I figured I'm going to start finding this, the, the, the media in, in me around me that is actually good. Um, and so I watch a lot of, a lot of things that are interesting to me, but lately I've been kind of on this, at this documentary kick and I found a couple cool ones. And, uh, um, there's one gentleman, uh, particular, um, he's a documentary filmmaker. His name is Tim Mahoney and he does a, a series of videos called patterns of evidence and then patterns of evidence, Exodus patterns of evidence, the Moses controversy, uh, and then finally, uh, the Red Sea, uh, crossing, um, totally recommend checking those out. What I, what I super appreciate about him is that he brings in experts, um, he brings in experts from every, uh, archeology, span uh, from Egypt, from, from biblical scholars, from anybody and everybody who's an expert on something, no matter what they believe about the subject. Um, in the documentary, some people will clearly say, no, 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 that did not happen. Uh, that's a myth. It's a made up story, blah, 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 blah. But they still present something, uh, that helps paint this, this, uh, pattern. It's called patterns of evidence for reason, because when you, when you, when you are able to discover the pattern, you can follow one block to the next until you have the truth of the, of the, of the, of the story or whatever it might be. Um, so they're just, they're just really cool. I highly recommend, um, people check those out. Um, start, it starts with the, the Exodus. Um, he originally wanted to do the Red Sea, I'm sorry, I said the Red Sea Crossing. It's actually called the Red Sea Miracle. But the Red Sea Crossing was very interesting to him because they had discovered evidence. Um, some divers had found evidence of uh, Egyptian chariots and uh, swords and all sorts of stuff at a spot that wasn't uh, traditionally meant to be the spot of the Red Sea Crossing. So he wanted to do a documentary on that. But when he was getting ready to do that, he realized he had to prove a couple other things first. No one cares about the Red Sea crossing if uh, the scholars have have been saying that the Exodus was a myth anyway. So he had to start out by doing the documentary about the Exodus and prove how it was possible that the, there was a Hebrew uh, population in Egypt, a uh, very large population, and they may have left. And then he was ready to do the Red Sea miracle again and now he got confronted with people who were saying that uh, Moses couldn't have been a eyewitness uh, documenter of the events and therefore he couldn't have also written the uh, the, the Genesis and, and all the other books that he wrote because the Hebrews didn't have an alphabet at this time and blah 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 so he did a, another one about that and then finally once he got through those proving that well, he'll leave you up to decide, but I personally believe that he's found it. He's discovered truth about the situations, but uh, uh, he'll let you decide what, what you want to believe. But after he's proven those to be true, as far as I'm concerned, he's now been able to put out his Red Sea Miracle ones that he wanted to do from the get-go. <laughs> and uh, those ones are not available Um on streaming services as of yet. So I recently just bought them. I have not watched them yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to them. Uh, if there is anywhere good and as the quality of those first two, they're going to be amazing. So patterns of evidence, Tim Mahoney or a small little nothing, but thank you. And did you say the first two are on streaming? Did you say, you believe they're on Amazon? I believe they're on Amazon. Um, uh, Amazon. I think you have to have Amazon prime. I don't know how that works for sure, but, um, okay. uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the, the first two, cause I watched them before I ordered these other two. Um, cause I was not able to find them on any streaming service. All right. And I have not, but I'm looking forward to check those out myself. All right. Is that a good time to wrap this up? Yes. And once again, we started this out with 
Um, I, I was not prepared, and I'm never going to be prepared anymore because I agree. <laughs> I think they do flow better. But still have, like, things in my head. So that's good because that means we'll have to do another one of these, as I say. <laughs> we'll have to do another right. one of these conversation things. <laughs> so, uh, as always, this has been Scott. And this has been Brad. And this is not about us.